the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 33, Hypocrisy. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Kramer, AV Beyond the Box. This is the AV Profession, a look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host with us uh, to discuss things about the industry and give you some pointers is Mr. Brad Malone. Welcome, sir. Welcome to you. Thank you. I, one thing that we haven't really ever talked about, we kind of walked around it, and that's the idea of, of hypocrisy. Uh, and when, when I say that we walked around it, you and I have talked about, you know, making sure that all the salespeople are treated the same, right? And, and you know, there are instances where, you know, the superstar salesperson is given preferential treatment, and so there's there's an area of hypocrisy. But you and I have never really delved into that idea uh, and a negative value that a company can have. Why do you guys feel that, that it's it's such a, a killer uh, of a company culture? Well, the last three companies I've been with uh, in the last three weeks have been, culture's been a topic. Okay. And it's been one of those amorphous things like, well, we can't really manage culture. And I'm like, well, you manage it every day. and You create culture every day. And two of them had great mission and vision statements and great value statements and people were excited to work there because of those mission and vision and values and ethics. And they were excited to show up in the morning because they really felt like they were adding value. And, you know, it was a profession, not just a job. And so I, I really started to look at morale as a measure of cultural alignment. So if we say we're going to do something and we do it, then typically morale goes up and the inverse is true. And that's where that hypocrisy comes in, is that we we espouse something or we preach something or we say that it's important and then you watch people's actions. So the loss of integrity, and to me integrity is where we walk the talk, we practice what we preach, then that starts showing up. That just becomes incredibly demoralizing to people. And you brought up an, an instance of sales where we we might say sales has to follow a process except for the two special ones. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, there's nepotism. Uh, you know, everything's important except for that person who's the son of X or the daughter of Y. And then you're saying, well, wait a minute. Why don't they have to follow the rules? Yeah. And then you, you start to get a clicks or a schism in the company where some people are going to live up to that vision and mission and others are going to say, well, if those people aren't, why should I? And you just get into that downward spiral. Well, you, you mentioned, you know, measuring morale. You and I have right. talked about measurements for a long time. A long um, time, yeah. How do you do that? How do you measure morale? I mean, that, that seems to be a oh, it's, squishy... I, you know, it's all small stuff. One of, one of them is pride. Okay. Uh, when people walk in the door, you know, are they looking like they're they're going to, you know, break break rocks in a prison camp, or do you look like you know there's a bounce in their step and there's a light in their eye? Um, just what's their posture like? What's their tone of voice like? What's their energy level like when they talk to one another? Um, again, are they are they there to make a difference or are they there to make it through the day? And that's, to me, morale. Um, it's just a lot of 
and I'll say slightly visible. It's not like people hold up a big placard that says, I'm depressed and really don't want to work here. But it doesn't take much to see that they're depressed and don't want to work here. And they're not depressed because of the, the world around them. It's because the culture at the company is not lining up to either what they thought or their own personal set of values and ethics. When you start looking at that and start noticing that as a trend, what are some of the first steps you can take as a, as a business owner and as a leader to offset some of that you know, depletion of morale? Um, you, we, you and I have both, you know, we, we've been part of companies where, you know, you have team building exercises, you go out, you know, for a, a nice dinner, you do a, a weekend retreat, but what are some of the first steps that you can do to, to kind of rebuild that? Start acknowledging and rewarding the, the alignment or the people that are aligned to the values and the ethics and the culture and just call them out. You know, it's like going, Joe went and did a great job because, he was prepared to go to the job site. He looked professional. He kept the job site clean. When he left, everything was the way it ought to be. And that's our brand versus saying, you know, uh, Joe was great because he spent the weekend away from his family and he didn't charge the project. But man, he's awesome because he's just dedicated. Well, no, that's just called beating people up. Yeah. Um, so really holding out the, the people who model the values and the ethics. And what we tend to do is uh, shine a light on the people who aren't doing that. Or we say, well, just this once, Joe got to do this. Well, everybody goes, well, no, it's just not this once. Everybody does this. So now it's run by exception. So it's management calling out when are people in alignment. And then also, you know, in private, calling people out and going, you know, you're not playing the way that, that, we signed up to when you joined the company because here's the rule book right here and this is what you're not doing correctly and inversely this is what you need to be doing and so really starting to build people up as opposed to again allowing things to kind of fester or sit in the you know the cesspool or things like that let's kind of dive into that for a second because using that same example of Joe going out on the weekend, taking time away from the family, not charging the job, but getting the customer taken care of, right? Yep. So you, you have two different sides of, of that coin. You've got right. took care of the customer, which is a great thing, right? Don't misunderstand. It's a great thing. It was how they went about doing it and the results exactly. of that, right? So how do you address that? <laughs> how do you reward the ultimate behavior, which is taking care of the customer, while at the same time addressing the fact that they did it really, really incorrectly. Yeah. Well, call that out. I mean, Joe, you did an awesome job of taking care of the customer, which is one of our values. But I, as an owner, or I, as your manager, I failed you. I set you up so that you had to go out and, again, work overtime for, quote, free. Uh, So you also made the job profitable. But at did you really? Yeah. So to me, and I have to either apologize to Joe or just say, you know, I failed because I put you in a circumstance where the company's overarching goal, serve the customer, got in the way or or usurped, you know, common sense, common practice, which is value you as a human yeah. and value you as one of my lead techs. So it's sometimes that, and as you brought up, we get into that mode of, well, we're always serving the customer. Well, Special customers can also 
you know, build hypocrisy. It's like, oh, they're such a big customer. We're going to do lots of stuff for free. Well, now I've just devalued everyone who's, quote, free. So to me, there's nothing that's free. Um, Things can have no price to it, but everything has a cost. And again, that's just that's part of that culture is do we value our people or do we just say, get over it, go make them happy. And then we don't, again, explore what was the cost of that to both the individual and the company. That would be a good place to to leave it there. Mr. Brad Malone, thank you, sir. How do people get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me uh, through my website. It's the easiest, uh, www.navigatemc.com. We've got a lot of cool stuff out there for people to look at and see. And for us, for Aviation, you can go by the website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. And while you're there, please check out our supporter section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you AV Profession, AV Week, and so many more. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. 